0: It was a full 48 hours before I got up the nerve to leave my hotel room, and even then I left with regret. I imagine that I was driven out by hunger, but loneliness may have overtaken me instead. I was alone, after all, and knew no one for 5,000 miles in any direction. I did not know how to make an international call. I did not know the language well enough. More likely, I was afraid the hotel staff were beginning to suspect me of eccentricity or worse. It was a small hotel with few guests at the time, and I was conspicuous, as a young woman alone will be. I imagined that my disinclination to leave my room was the subject of discussion at the front desk and among the maids who tried, unsuccessfully, to gain access to the room that morning in order to change the linens. The prospect that I might be considered odd, talked about by hotel staff, would have terrified, inspired rash action. Then again, maybe I was merely practical. My cash would not last long. I needed to find an apartment before I could call Pinero and open a bank account. I could not even read the want ads. I needed to learn Portuguese. I needed help. I needed to find some. Had I been able to learn the language from bad TV, I might have stayed in my hotel room for days. But I couldn't understand even that. It was a babble of sounds, and then laugh track, interrupted by the sonorous voice of the announcer proclaiming, as if he were heralding the rapture, RE DE GLOBO, the station's identification. My photos included a section on language schools, which listed one on Sete de SETEMBRO, where my hotel was, The school's address was not much different from the hotel's. It appeared to be right up the street. I sat on the edge of the bed and pulled out the pulpy phone directory from the bedside table and looked up the school in its pages. I needed, in those days, a clear destination, a reason to move, or I wouldn't. I was paralyzed by my faith in utility. I wouldn't get out of bed unless I had a place to go, something that needed doing. Truth was... I was afraid of making a wrong move, wanting the wrong thing, and so had given up on instinct and desire, weaned myself, and operated solely, or so I hoped, by reason. In college, my rational planning had been effective. I made lists and stuck to them. I kept lists of foods I could eat and lists of those I couldn't, lists of calories and class assignments and library book call numbers, distances swum or run my weight, the titles of articles I wanted to read, and the volume numbers for the scientific journals in which I could find them. I was accustomed to lectures, to bells that told me when a class began and ended, to gymnasium tracks with their measured distances, pools in 50-meter lengths, calorie counting, scales, grades, exams, IQs. I had to tell myself to shower, brush my teeth. To rise for the simple pleasure of rising into another day was beyond me then, so I welcomed the excuse the language school provided to get out. I flipped through the phone book, located the name and number of the school. I wrote the number on a pad of paper by the phone. Below this, I scribbled down a phrase in Portuguese, writing out each word, erasing, rewriting, correcting the line, working out the sequence, repeating it a few times aloud. Whispering so as not to risk being overheard by a passing bellhop or maid, who might think I was talking to myself, as I was, before risking the call. Then I dialed. I heard an angry buzz at the other end of the line, a burr of sound. It sounded like a busy signal, and I considered hanging up. Pronto, someone said on the other end of the line. Or maybe I misremember, and she said, Diga, speak. I would have been caught off guard, whatever she said. It is one of the disappointments of the international traveler that people in life do not speak as they do on language tapes. No one ever asks you, Where is the municipal pool? or Where is Robert? They do not answer the phone by saying, Allo? Como vai você? They bark. They say, Diga, speak. And you must. And I did. "'Is it that this is the school for languages?' "'I must have asked in my most convoluted Portuguese. "'I mistook convolution for a sign of good breeding, then, "'recognizing, though not consciously, "'that indirection is a luxury, "'an option only for those to whom need is remote, "'for whom there is no urgency, "'those who can afford to be misunderstood, "'or whom others are obliged to understand.'